Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello and welcome to The O Show on iHeartRadio. My name is Paul James and you, sir. I am Big Mo Eric Mosley. How are you, my brother? You know, this is the week I've been waiting for, for... Well, at least since the beginning of the year, when yeah. uh, when the Buckeyes ended the season, this is the week I've been looking forward to, especially after the past few weeks. I could not wait for this week to come. Absolutely. We are ready to go. Buckeye football this Saturday. They play Oregon State. Uh, it is a noon kickoff. We'll join the network on our radio stations, uh, WMRN 1490 AM and Magic 95.9 FM at 1030. Eric and I will be in the press box uh, delivering reports beginning around 9 o'clock in the morning on Saturday. And, of course, we will have updates on the O Show on iHeartRadio on our Facebook page. Look it up, the capital T-H-E, O-H show and you'll find us on Facebook uh, like the page and uh, we talk Ohio State sports exclusively and right now of course we're talking football yeah it's a great week I think everybody's very relieved to get to this point and of course today uh, being Monday we we got to hear some of coach Day's comments for this week and really it's the first time that we've we've gotten an extended uh, look at what this team is and who they are and 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 really get to hear uh what the team is is shaping up to be yeah and we're excited about it um ryan day the current football coach at ohio state an interim coach which he expressed several times during his uh comments this morning met with the media at about eleven forty-five here on monday and he had a lot to say, but I think, Eric, the first thing we need to do is play his opening comments so everybody can kind of get the idea of where Ryan Day is today as the current head football coach at Ohio State. So let me play that for you. I want to start off by saying that I understand there's been a lot of pain and, and stress for a lot of people uh, surrounding the last few weeks. And um, – our program has been working hard. Our coaches and team have been working hard during that time to get ready for the season, to prepare for the season in our first game against Oregon State. Uh, in our conversations, uh, what we've talked about is how adversity can reveal character. And if we are an average team, the adversity will crush us. If we're a good team, then we can survive it. But if we're a great team, then we can actually get better from it. And I can sit here and tell you over the past few weeks, our, our team has gotten stronger. Um, the team, the players, and the coaches have gotten stronger. Um, we were down a man. When we first met, uh, the first team meeting, we talked about how everybody in the room has to step their game up, and they have, the leaders and the coaches. Uh, what, these co what this coaching staff has done here over the past few weeks um, has been remarkable. Uh, Greg Schiano, Kevin Wilson, what they've done for me during this time is something that I'll always be in debt for. Their counsel and what they've done for me has been really uh, something I won't forget. Uh, our coaches and our leaders of this program have driven the program for the last few weeks. Uh, regarding the details of the investigation, uh, I know everyone in here has a job to do, um, but I was not part of the investigation. I was not interviewed, um, so I have nothing to add. And so today I'd like to talk about football and this team. Uh, I'm not sure 
what you take away from that last minute and a half, but to me, the last five seconds were very important. I just want to talk about football. Well, yeah, and anybody that that would have gone there as a media member thinking that they could ask him questions about the investigation or whatnot, Ryan Day was never getting investigated. His focus, and there's a reason why he was chosen to be the interim head coach, his focus is to get this team ready, and he was the person on the staff that would be best suited to get that done, and I think he made that very clear. Yeah, and there's been no questions about his leadership of this team during this point in time. And I think uh, his statements, that's how he started this press conference, were strong, right to the point. And here's what we're working on right now. We're dealing with a man down, and we have got to take this and take it to the next level. And if that doesn't fire you up being part of Buckeye Nation, you, you might want to put on a different hat. Well, a few things that I took away from all that, number one, this team's going to play with a huge chip on their shoulder. And I think that's great going into especially this first game because they're huge uh, favorites to beat Oregon State. And I I think they're going to go in there feeling, or at least with the mentality that, hey, we're us against the world. And I think that's been the focus is that everybody is against us, so we have to come together. I love the fact that he stated adversity reveals character. Mm -hmm. I think if you preach that over and over, you really start to believe it. And and you really start to understand that uh, the more things that I'm faced with as a person and the better I can deal with them, it shows. It it shows uh, if I wither and, and crawl away because something got tough, then that shows the kind of character I have. And the very next comment that he made was this team has gotten stronger. So you're taking a team that was already a pretty strong team. And now there's a mental toughness that I think has started and has, they have gotten mentally tougher because of this adversity. So you took a team that already had great talent and now they've, they've already overcome hopefully some pretty big mental hurdles just to get to the start of the season. Well, I know they feel very, very confident about Saturday. Later on in the press conference, uh, somebody asked him, uh, you know, what what Oregon State brings to the table. And quite frankly, they don't know. It is a brand new coaching staff. This team went 1-11 a year ago. They've won seven games in four seasons. They're not very good. Ohio State comes out, plays their game of football, and they're not going to have any problem winning that game Saturday. And I think everybody realizes it. But there are some twists. Obviously, Oregon State with a new everything. There's nothing old about that team at all except for where they play and a couple of players that have been around. It's all new, so they don't know what to expect. They just have to go in and play their game, and I think that's the game plan for Saturday. Well, and Oregon State's going to come in here motivated. There's no doubt about it. It doesn't matter how bad they were. It's a new coaching staff, and they're going to come in with the mentality, hey, nobody expects anything out of us. We are the underdog here, so we're going to come out and play to the best of our ability. And I'm not in any way trying to say that Ohio State's overlooking them. It's actually quite the opposite. I think Ohio State can't wait to get to football and just can't wait to take frustration and anger out on somebody else because this is a brotherhood. I the. Two things that, that he mentioned about motivation later on the press conference. Their motivation is that they are a brotherhood there, so you play for your brothers on the team, and they have a tradition. 
And those are the two things. And I think that's that's just going to be what motivates them. They want to knock the snot out of somebody else right now. Right. Ohio State may actually be playing a better football team in practice than they're going to play on the football stadium or at Ohio Stadium on Saturday. And that is that is true. They they really don't know. One of the big things that everybody wants to know when of course you talk about Ohio State football is our brand new quarterback, Dwayne Haskins, and the fact that Dwayne has never started uh at Ohio State in this situation before this is a brand new thing for him and a lot of folks are a little concerned about how he can handle it so he was asked his thoughts about uh, about Dwayne in terms of uh, Dwayne uh, Dwayne's done a great job um, you know al- along with a lot of other guys his leadership had to step up and he's done that and so uh, throughout practice he's gotten stronger uh, especially from the spring and so uh, as we prepare for the, for this week you know he's got to have a good week of practice as we go because he hasn't started the game before and so that's, that's a big part of this thing between Billy at center and JT at quarterback. There's a lot of experience there that we have to replace. There is a lot of experience we have to replace. And a lot of folks also are wondering about Tate Martell in his role. What is Tate Martell actually going to do? Let's hear what, uh, what the coach had to say about that. Tate made some great progress. He really did, especially in the last two weeks. You know, he made a really big push. Um, Dwayne will start on Saturday, and he is the starter. Uh, but the plan is to play Tate. Uh, how, when, or anything like that, you know, we don't know yet, but, um, but he's been getting better. And so, um, you know, the, the two of them really got the majority of the reps because uh, Matthew, you know, still isn't ready from his knee. Um, and so, you know, all the reps that were had were really split in two. When Joe was here in the spring, it was split into third. So uh, the good news there was there was a lot of reps to learn from. And Eric, I know you and I last week talked about the quarterback room and what's going on there. I think just those two comments put everything where they need to be. Yeah, absolutely. There's no doubt Dwayne Haskins is the starter. I think everybody kind of felt that way anyways after the spring game. Uh, Coach Meyer said that that as at that point, Dwayne was the starter. But there's always been questions with Tate Martell. Will he be able to inch his way into it? And really, it kind of confirmed what I was thinking all along. Tate Martell is going to get into the game, and I think it's going to be situational. But I also think they're going to give him an opportunity to play against a first-team defense. Mm -hmm. They're going to give him an opportunity to pass the ball, but we're going to get to see him run the ball as well and kind of be that dynamic guy in the backfield. But there's no question that Dwayne Haskins is going to be the man. He's going to be the one leading this offense. I think we're going to see him show off some of that arm strength. I think we're also going to see if he can run the ball a little bit. Mm But really, you want to get him comfortable with just the nuances of being a starter. He came into the Michigan game into the third quarter. So it's not the same as starting a game, game planning, whatnot. When you're not game planning as a starter, uh, you you just have to be ready whenever. But that starting uh, as the starter when you're game planning, you you have a lot of study to go through. You have to, to... Really, it's a repetition. You have to pick up the repetition in practice to be ready for the game. So we'll see how he responds to that. But this is what he's been working for. And and I think you come to Ohio State for that. You have to be prepared for it. And I think we'll see a lot of good out of Dwayne Haskins this week. Well, and I know, um, you know, we have to get Tate Martell ready to play in tough situations, i.e. what happened to Dwayne Haskins last year in the Michigan game. And I think the first two games of the season, we have that opportunity to, first of all, get the butterflies out of Tate's stomach against two teams that we, on paper, are big winners, three, Mm -hmm. four, five touchdown winners over. 
in week one and week two because when we get to week three, we're playing against a ranked football team that knows everything about winning, knows everything about top competition, everything. But we have to make sure that Tate Martell is ready to play football if something were to happen to Dwayne Haskins between now and the 15th of September. Well, and the thing that we have to think about as well is that they have great, great players at the skilled positions this year. Two running backs that are over a thousand yard rushers. They've got a wide receiver room that they say is 10 deep. Yeah. Uh, so the talent's there. The first two games, you can almost, not that you can lay back with that talent, but you know those guys are going to have, you know, right. they're going to have big games. That third game could be where you meet a defense that shuts down the run. Right. Or you meet a defense that, that really you can't pass on and now it's where the quarterback has to be like okay i i can't distribute the ball everywhere like you know like i'd like to and mm -hmm. i can't we can't get a lot of easy yards and that's where that third level of being a quarterback comes in you got to manage the game you got to be able to make good decisions but you also got to be able to find a way to move the ball when it's not real easy to do right so when getting ready to watch the game on saturday keep an eye on the quarterback situation and what's going to happen there obviously coach ryan day wanted to talk about his football team and he got plenty of time to do that today there were some more questions that came up and and one of them i really appreciated he talked Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. For a second, Eric, about winning the moment. And I, ju I just think it's a really cool philosophy for Ohio State football. One of the things that we do here is we talk about win the moment. That's, a, that's our message to the kids. And what that means is that if we focus on the future, all it does is create anxiety because there's so many things we can't control. If we focus on the past, then we just get frustrated. So what we do is we want to spend our energy on right now. I talk to those guys in the meeting, and, we, and, and coaches talk about it in the meetings all the time, about how if you waste your energy on the past or the future, you're wasting your, you only have so much energy in the day. But I think the whole, the reason why it's, it's, it's worked is because we have small unit cohesion here. What that means is we'll have a quick message. I've tried not to be in front of the team very much, but what happens is the position coaches will then get their groups together, and then within those groups, the message is the same. And then they understand that it, it's not just this one big room. They have their position groups, uh, position groups that they have to pull for. And so I think those two things have helped us along the way, and the players have done it. Really appreciated those comments. Yeah, I love the fact that he talked about that. And when the moment has been a mantra there practically since Urban Meyer came, it's, uh, you know, you're playing four to six A to B. Four to six seconds you play, that's all you have to worry about. You're playing four to six seconds every play. Yeah. So you're working for that. Then we're just trying to go from point A to point B. Yeah. And that's been passed down throughout that staff. And it's something Ryan Day definitely is still continuing to do. I love the comment about the small unit cohesion. Yeah, uh, He doesn't want to be in front of the team over too much, overly abundant, because – his message is important, 
but you really get most of your work in and your messaging in during your small units, uh, your offensive line, your defensive line, your linebackers, your running backs. When they're in their groups, that's where they become close and tight-knit. And when you start planning in there, and they, all they're doing is winning those moments. And if you look at – if you were to go to an Ohio State practice and watch the practice, there's competition going on in every single one of those groups every single day yeah. because you have to win the moment. And you can't get ahead of yourself. You're, there's no reason for this team to be thinking about January 1st right now. Uh, because the moment is this Friday or this Saturday. Right. That's the moment. Actually, the moment is today. Right. And that's it. What do we have to accomplish today? And I, I, you know, we're not around all kinds of other college football programs, but this is how you build a successful program for pretty much anything: is live in the moment and yeah. and do it well, and then you get to the next day. You know, I'd always heard that Urban does not micromanage his football team, that he allows all of his coaches to handle their specific areas. And obviously, Ryan Day has learned that, whether it was from Urban Meyer or from everything else he's done. And he understands that he is the interim head coach and that each one of those departments needs to take care of their business. And if they take care of their business, then it's all going to work out. And it allows the head coach to manage the coaches and not micromanage what's going on. And I, th I think the structure is something that we can probably all learn from yeah. in that in that his job is to manage the managers and, and they're doing a fine job with it. And I guess we'll see that on display Saturday. Any good management structure will teach you to stay in your lane. Yeah. Uh, there, that's, that's, I love that catchphrase. Stay in your lane. Worry about what you do. The offensive line should not worry about what how the quarterback does unless they've affected how he does. Right. The offensive line needs to worry about my job is to block this guy and is to protect this to to protect the quarterback, and that's it. The running backs all they need to worry about is I'm carrying the ball in this play, so this is where I'm going. So you know, stay in your lane. Worry about what you need to worry about. It's the coach's job to worry about everything. Mm -hmm. So the head coach will worry about everything. Then the position coaches will worry about their positions. And you don't have to worry about all the other stuff. If everybody fits into that management structure, you will be successful. And Ryan actually said that's exactly what he's been doing. And you talk about the offensive line, and and really it plays in. One of the questions asked was, what was the biggest decision that uh, that you had to make? And he didn't make it. He made it with his team of coaches, and that is about Ohio State's new center. So Mike is going to start at center as of right now. You know, we have to still go through the week, but um, coming out of preseason camp, he is the starting center. Uh, Demetrius Knox will be at right guard. Uh, Malcolm Prison will be at left guard. Isaiah Prince will be at right tackle. And then uh, Thayer Mumford and Josh Allaby will, will still be working through the week to see who, who plays there. They're still kind of working through that. Thayer's had a few nagging injuries. Uh, Josh has been working over at left tackle, so they'll they'll kind of split the reps this week as we go into Saturday. And, of course, Mike refers to Mike Jordan, who played at guard last season. He moved to center this year. He's seen the majority of reps at center, and Ryan announced today that he will be the starting center, which is such a huge job. It is. It's one of the biggest jobs there on that offense. The quarterback's very important, but that starting center has traditionally, especially, we talked about uh, one of the podcasts last week, been one of the best positions at Ohio State the past 15, 20 years. So I think this is huge. Taking over for Billy Price is is not an easy thing to do. 
And I think it says a lot about Mike Jordan as a player. Uh, one of the returning starters, he he played at guard last year. I, I think Isaiah Prince is probably a better all-around lineman, but the fact that you can move Mike Jordan over to center says a lot about how good he is. Yeah. And I think the middle of that line is going to be – just monstrous very good yeah. uh it'll be interesting to see how the outside goes uh i don't know one of the things with we we talk about in pro football is always protecting the quarterback's blind side and whatnot i and that not that that's not important in college football because it is but the college passing game is a whole lot different at times it's a lot more mobile and I think you're you're really trying as an offensive lineman in college, you're really trying to open up holes. Mm -hmm. And the pass rush is what it is, but the quarterbacks are kind of built more to avoid a lot of that in the college game uh and and make, you know, dump off throws or whatever. So I I think the outside the two tackle positions will be fine. Uh, I think a lot of your blitzes in college football anyways come up the middle. Mm -hmm. And that's another reason why I think you put Mike Jordan there in the middle of the line because he's probably going to stop quite a bit of that. Right. You know, I, I just I, – I really like today's podcast, Eric, and, and mostly because we've spent this entire 20 minutes just talking about football. Yeah. Some other questions came up, uh, none that uh, that even came close to asking Ryan Day anything about the stuff he said earlier that he didn't want to talk about, the investigation itself. Some questions on recruiting, we'll address that in a podcast later this week. All good. You know, they've only lost one player so far, and everybody understands that, and that's okay. And some other questions came up about, you know, how all the other coaches are working together, and obviously they're working fine. Uh, there was a question about Oregon State's team, which we <laughs> talked about. He literally talked about Oregon State for less than a minute. Yeah. It's a brand-new staff. They're friends of ours. The defense is going to be a little bit more like what Wisconsin used to run because that's where their defensive coordinator came from. But really and truly – that's all we know about this football team. And and I get it, uh, you know, so we're going to know a lot more about Rutgers next week. But I think just to wrap up this segment, Eric, I really think the, the 30 minutes that he spent with the media today, he got to talk football. He got to talk about what they've been working on since August 1st. And he really got a chance uh, to – to show that he really is in control of this football team. But if it weren't for the other coaches doing their jobs and the players doing their jobs in each individual room and department, this team would have probably had some issues. But I think it, they're going to come out really, really good. Oh, absolutely. And and we mentioned earlier there's a reason why, why Ryan Day was picked to be the interim head coach. Right. Uh, let's face it, Greg Schiano has ties to the whole Jerry Sandusky thing. Right. And – Wilson has uh, a history, uh, allegations of being too rough on players and conditioning. Not that they, I mean, they're excellent coaches, but Ohio State wanted to avoid anything that could draw away from what they're trying to do as a team. Mm -hmm. And the smart choice was Ryan Day. Ryan Day is an up-and-comer. The thing that's heartbreaking about all of this is the fact I'm watching this press conference and I'm thinking, <laughs> this guy's not going to be here no. next year. No. He, they're going, Someone's going to hire him as a head coach. Yeah. He, he just handles himself so well. Yeah. He's obviously knowledgeable. And now he's got a quarterback that is his. Yeah. Uh, it's he, he came into JT uh, for one season just kind of, you know, late in the game and JT was had developed to what he is 
with with Haskins, this is his puppy, yeah. and he can mold him into the quarterback he wants him to be. So I think that it's it should be exciting for everybody. It should be exciting for every fan of Ohio State football. 39-year-old Ryan Day, the interim head coach at Ohio State University, had his opportunity to talk to the media today. And, uh, Eric, it's been, it was a pleasure listening to him talk. I agree with you. I don't believe he's going to be part of our staff for the next couple of years unless something else goes on this season that we don't know uh, we don't know about. But he is probably going to be a very, very good ho- uh, head football coach, whether if it's in the NFL or in college football. But he certainly said in there that he really loves college football because he likes the recruiting aspects mm-hmm. and the relationships of getting to know a kid for not just a couple of years, but maybe for five and six years and being able to influence his whole life the same way Chip Kelly influences him now as he was his quarterback coach way back in 1999 uh, when he was uh, playing out on the East Coast and I thought that was a fantastic comment well and there's a lot of a lot of worse guys you could have been mentored by than Chip Kelly I mean he does say what you want about Chip Kelly the guy knows offense and he knows college football and he knows how to win and he knows how to win and I'll tell you what UCLA is going to get a whole lot better in the next few years with Chip Kelly as their head coach. And and Ryan Day mentioned that he gets uh, text from Chip Kelly regularly yeah. uh, since he's taken over as interim head coach saying, you were built for this. Yeah. And I love that. I think that is amazing. And I can't imagine somebody else actually – stepping in and and doing the job he's doing right now he's the guy when you watch him up there you realize he's the guy yeah and he said the words he said i'm built for this and i'm okay doing this and i really really am glad that he is the guy who is uh, taking over the first first for the first three games of the season and got our team through uh camp and now we're ready to go. Saturday, 12 noon, kickoff with Oregon State in the shoe with Ohio State. We'll join the network on our stations at 1030. That would be Magic 95.9 and Sports Radio AM 1490 WMRM. Eric and I will be in the press box beginning at 9 a.m. delivering some uh, some intelligence as well between uh, 9 and 1030 on our stations. Uh, so you'll be able to catch that as well. But please make sure that you like Our Facebook page, The O Show, The OH Show, is what you look for on Facebook. Like our page. We have all sorts of Ohio State information. We'll be doing things during the game on Saturday there, uh, as well as on Twitter. We're getting that wrapped up, but uh, we'll continue to do podcasts and get the information to you about Ohio State football. Nice broadcast today, brother. It's just great to be talking football finally. It was awesome. Yep, it is good. The O Show on iHeartRadio with me, Paul James, and this guy next to me, Big Mo, Eric Mosley. We've got more coming up soon. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.